welcome to the Nursing Standard podcast. I'm Flavia Munn, editor of Nursing Standard. This episode is exploring dementia, which is a huge and growing health crisis and is the leading cause of death in the UK. Every three minutes, someone in the UK develops dementia and there are currently over 900,000 people living with the condition in the UK. By 2025, over 1 million people in the UK will likely have a diagnosis of dementia, making it even more likely that nurses in all settings will encounter someone with the condition and or their loved ones. So how do nurses spot the signs of dementia? What are the symptoms of the different types? There were over 200 subtypes of dementia. And how can they support families following a diagnosis? So joining me to discuss these issues is Helen Green, an Admiral Nurse with Dementia UK, which is a specialist dementia nursing charity supporting all the family. The charity's Admiral Nurses, such as Helen, provide support and advice to anyone affected by dementia. We are also joined by Fred, whose wife Lynn has vascular dementia. So hello and welcome to the podcast, Helen and Fred. And uh, hello to you. Hello, thank you for inviting us along. Thanks very much. So beginning with you, Helen, can you explain uh, what dementia is and uh, what are the early signs to to watch out for? So I'm thinking for nurses and and also for for family members. Yes, absolutely. So the the word dementia it's actually a an umbrella term that is used to describe the symptoms of a particular condition um and those symptoms are often it's it's a way of describing the changes to either the function or the structure of the brain and how that then impacts on the person's day-to-day abilities or behavior now as you said Flavia there's over 200 different types of dementia. Um, Being a food lover and having a very, very sweet tooth, I I often explain it as being, if you think about chocolate, there are many, many different types of chocolate. So, you know, it might be, I'm going to have a bar of chocolate, but it might be Cadbury's. And even if it's Cadbury's, it might be whole nut or it might be, you know, rum and raisin or something. So if you think of dementia as being the umbrella term, the equivalent of chocolate, the different types of dementia, whether it's Alzheimer's or vascular, that would then be the particular brand. And I hope that that makes sense as a a very sweet lover. (laughs) That does. You've made us all hungry now. (laughs) Thank you for that. Um, So in general, some of the symptoms of dementia can be quite similar so often there are problems with memory in particular short-term memory problems with orientation so not recognizing the the time of day or the day or the the time of year um often there are difficulties with kind of planning and following a sequence of events but then with the different types of dementia come more specific symptoms um and the t- the kind of two types of dementia that people most often are aware of are alzheimer's disease and and vascular dementia now for myself i often explain to families that that the brain sends messages and sometimes the easiest way to understand this is to think about your tv remote so when you press the button on your tv 
it sends a message. Sorry, when you press a button on the remote, that then sends a message to the TV and the TV does as you've asked it to. But if that TV remote were damaged or not functioning for some reason, the message is then not getting through to the TV and the TV is not doing what you've asked it to. Now, in Alzheimer's disease, it's often that those the, the chemical transmissions, so those messages, are not strong enough for various reasons. So in Alzheimer's disease, it would be similar to the battery in your TV remote is no longer fully working. However, in vascular dementia, what's happened is for some reason, there has been a disruption to the blood supply to the brain. The cells in a certain area have then been starved of oxygen. And so unfortunately, those cells are no longer there. So in this scenario, you no longer have a TV remote. So you can't send that message. And I hope that makes a bit more sense as well. Yeah, that's really useful with, with that example. Thank thank you for that. Um, so turning to, to you, Fred, now, could you tell us what gaining a diagnosis has, has meant to you and, and also to, to the care that, that Lynn receives? So how did things kind of change for, for you all? Well, the diagnosis is a very important thing because once you've got that diagnosis, there is help. There is help and support. Um, Without the diagnosis, you don't tend to get the same help and support because they don't know what they're dealing with. Um, so I think anybody who feels that there is um, some sort of um, uh, deterioration in, in a person's cognitive function, um, and that's just basically their mental ability to absorb conversation, uh, television, um being with other people, um, it, it, it soon becomes apparent if there's something wrong. Um, so, you know, I would say to anybody, if you feel there's something wrong, go and seek help from the professionals um, and try and get a diagnosis if, if, um, if there is a dementia. But also try and find out which type of dementia your loved one has got, because that shows that that actually gives you a better understanding of what um, what effects it might have on the individual um, and how that may affect your life. Thank you. Thank you for, for that. Um, so moving to to you, Helen, um, Fred has described the, the impact uh, to, to his family there. Um, how can nurses and Dementia UK support families like Fred's in, in dealing with, with those changing dynamics? And, and can you sort of talk us through what resources are available as well? Yeah, absolutely, Flavia. But it, um before I do so, if you don't mind, I'd like to pick up on, on what Fred was just saying about the benefits of getting a diagnosis, if, mm-hmm. if that's OK. Yes, yes. Um, I, I would absolutely urge anybody who has any concerns about the possibility of someone experiencing symptoms of dementia to speak to their GP. And as Fred has said, there are many benefits in, in gaining that support and in terms of future planning. But as a nurse, I'd also like to highlight there are numerous other health issues that can affect your memory, affect your cognitive functioning. So it's important to speak to a GP because the first stage when screening someone for dementia 
is to rule out any other health issues and things like a, a vitamin deficiency, um, symptoms of, of depression and anxiety, problems with your thyroid, diabetes. These are all things that can affect your memory and so appear to be early signs of dementia, but actually the underlying cause is completely different. So it's so vital that people do pursue a diagnosis so that potentially any or any underlying health issue that can be treated is is addressed. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So just just wanted to pick up on that point. Now, in terms of admiral nurses, we have various avenues in which enable us to support families living with dementia. Um, in some areas of the country, we have admiral nurse services within GP surgeries. We have admiral nurse clinics. Um, some private care providers also have support from admiral nurses, but that can often be based on where in the UK you reside. The charity itself, Dementia UK, has a helpline and has virtual clinics and anybody can access those services regardless of where you live. So the helpline is a free phone telephone number, which is 0800 888 And the helpline is open from 9am till 9pm weekdays, 9am till 5pm weekday, uh, weekends, sorry. The Virtual clinics offer a 45-minute appointment with an admiral nurse, either via telephone or um, Teams video call, and they can be booked via the website. And the role of admiral nurses, we are specialist dementia nurses with a, with a wealth of experience and, and knowledge that we've drawn from other families in a similar situation. So because of our knowledge and our expertise, we are able to offer advice on the symptoms of dementia, how to make adaptations as, as the condition progresses. We can signpost people to um, sources of support in their local area. We can help people navigate that social care system. And often, un unfortunately, once people receive a diagnosis of dementia, other health issues that can occur may, may be overlooked and attributed to that diagnosis of dementia. So again, one of the benefits that admiral nurses bring is ensuring that the, the person living with dementia continues to have other health needs addressed as well. Thank, thank you. That's very helpful. Um, and also, um, how about nurses who are so n not admiral nurses, nurses who are perhaps working in a, a more general setting? Um, is your advice there to um, suggest uh, people seek um, the first support from their GP? Yes, absolutely. With regards to changes to their health or changes in their behaviour and there is also for other health professionals the the Dementia UK website has a wealth of resources on there whether that's um, information leaflets or videos or, or podcasts there's an awful lot of resources that again anybody can access on the Dementia UK website if they have any concerns. Mm -hmm. 
That's really helpful. And we'll include uh, some of those details in, in the sort of show notes to, to this episode as well. So th- thank you, Helen. Um, and um, finally, I wanted to um, ask you both, really, what you would say in summary are the, the key messages or or tips for nurses in, in supporting people with dementia and, and their families. So a kind of summary, really. I know we've covered a, an awful lot, which is um, going to be very helpful to listeners, I think. So, Helen, perhaps we'll, we'll start with you. I think for myself as an admiral nurse, my, my key piece of advice would be don't panic. You know, that when someone has concerns about dementia or if a family received a confirmed diagnosis, Yes, it's a life-altering diagnosis, but it doesn't mean that that life has dramatically ended. Um, it is possible for people to continue living well with dementia, to continue having an active life. And my advice would be to um, just make small changes and adaptations day by day as and when needed. For someone living with dementia, the the ability to be as independent as possible and continue with with hobbies that they've they've enjoyed in the past. It's important to try and support people living with dementia to maintain those hobbies. And obviously the role of an admiral nurse is to give that ongoing support up to the point of diagnosis and beyond. And our focus is on supporting the family as an entire unit. So... In, in brief, my my um, my advice would be: don't panic. There is help out there, and just take things a day at a time. Thank you. And and Fred, how how about from your perspective? My key message or tips for nursing um, is, in my experience dealing with um, staff in acute hospitals, um, especially when it's not. Um, uh, nurses that in, in a dementia environment it might be that someone's going into hospital with dementia for another reason whether it's um, you know a physical part of their body or their eyes or their hearing or, or whatever it may be and my experience is that a lot of nurses in these environments don't necessarily understand dementia possibly have not had training um, we're now fortunate in our in our local acute hospital that we now have two funded admiral nurses and a dementia specialist nurse. So I've been working with them to um, hopefully give some training to other staff about how um, people with dementia can be, um, shall we say, sidelined because no one understands what's going on with these individuals. So I, I would strongly recommend that hospitals look at dementia training if they don't do it already. Mm, thank you. That's that's very helpful. And I appreciate that. Also, um, Helen, for, for your input as, as well. So um, we will um, include in, in the um, notes to, to this show all, all, all the relevant links and, and numbers as, as well. But I just wanted to um, close by, by thanking you, um, Helen and Fred, for taking part in, in the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you, Flavia.